This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 34, Investments Opportunities. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Unstoppable Podcast, or if you're new around here, welcome, welcome. I am so grateful to have you here today. Today, we're talking about investments opportunities. If you are someone who is like me, you get really scared at the thought of investing, especially in yourself. And I see it week after week, day after day with the women that I coach. So many times I get on the phone with somebody who is interested in coaching and we talk about their life now and what they want to change and I'm very clear with them of what I can deliver and how I can get them there. And a lot of times people still get cold feet about working with me and it goes back to that fear that we have about investing in ourselves. And for many people, it's a variety of fears that are in there. But when they are combined, it makes it even worse and even harder. And even as much as we want to change and we want to uplevel our lives and we want things to be different, it's still very scary to make that kind of investment in yourself, right? So today I'm going to talk about the top three fears that I see with people who are interested in investing in themselves, be it with me as a coach or any other area of life. And then we're going to talk about the opportunities that can come when you face those fears and you do invest in yourself. So today's episode is going to be jammed packed with a lot of great information. I am so excited to share it with you. I didn't even know what I was going to record today until just about maybe an hour or so ago. You know, when I have these podcast episodes with interviews, it is a long drawn out process. Usually they um, are recorded maybe two or three months in advance. And then, you know, there's a process of reaching out to that person and finding that person and then getting them on an interview and recording it. And so much is involved with that. So those episodes tend to um, be on the schedule for a long time. But when it comes to these solo episodes, Usually I'm not deciding until that day or maybe a week beforehand what I'm going to talk about. And today I really struggled with where should I go? What should I talk about? And I was actually on a walk with my son just a bit ago. It's absolutely beautiful here in the Dallas, Texas area today. We're starting to get spring and I think the high today is like 80 degrees, which is going to be so nice. And so I was walking with him and I thought, okay, this is where I kind of ask for direction from the universe, God, whatever you want to call it and say, where is it that I need to talk about today? 
And the biggest thing was talking about investments. You know, it's so funny too because these past few weeks in the stock market have been crazy. And I know because my husband um, is in that world, he's a wealth manager. And so all I hear is about the stock market all the time and investment this and investment that. And also in my own business, my February month was a little funky. It threw me off. So January, I I actually exceeded my financial goal within the first few days of the month, which shocked me because I normally don't market that much in January because I don't really like to take on clients in January because there tends to be a lot of excited energy about goals, and I love that, but I want people who are there for the long haul. And what I've found over the years is starting to market more in February, March even, is I get a more grounded energy. So I was not expecting to hit my goal in January, but I did. And I thought, wow, this is great. And then February rolled around and I had some people who were in the coaching process and they were engaged. And what usually happens after that first month of coaching when they're engaged is that it's a no-brainer and they keep going on. But for whatever reason, in February, it did not happen that way. And it has thrown me off for such a loop. And it has been such an opportunity for me too, because I'm starting to realize, okay, what are the fears these people are facing? Because um, it's making me kind of up-level my game a little bit of being able to talk to them and being able to teach them how investing in yourself can be such a benefit because I think they, a lot of them got cold feet. So Two, the other thing that's going on in my world is I'm starting to do more intentional marketing. So this past year, I just got really lucky. Clients kind of just came my way in a very natural process. But this next year, I'm going to be doing more ads and investing in marketing again. And so I've had to really sit down and say, okay, who is it that I'm wanting to track? Who is it that I'm wanting to work with? And I've realized that a lot of the clients I've had this past year who have been amazing, I wish for a lot of them I had worked with them sooner. So maybe five, 10 years, some even 15 years sooner because they just experienced more suffering than what they needed to. Whereas I have this other batch of clients who um, they really need to work with me, but they don't quite see yet how where they're at now is going to lead a progression of where most of my clients this past year have ended up. So for a lot of them, then they just kind of let their weight snowball a bit. Um, A lot of them have had relationship troubles, some even divorced, some have left their careers or just had big career shifts. And they were kind of rocking it in life for a while. And then, you know, late 20s, early 30s, they just started feeling a little funky. They ignored that and just kept going with the flow. And then by the time the late 30s or early 40s hit, it was just kind of like shit hit the fan, right? And so them investing in coaching was a very big no-brainer because it was like, I'm in this deeper pain point and I need this help. Whereas some of my typically younger clients are like, yeah, I feel a little bit funky, but I just don't really know yet if investing in myself, especially this big kind of scary investment of coaching is right for me. 
And so again, it just got me thinking a lot about investments opportunities and the fears people have around investments. And, um, you know, it just made me laugh too, because I've been investing in myself with my own coaching and I still face these fears every time I go in and I invest in myself. I still think, oh, Lindsay, do you really need this? Are you really going to see an ROI on this? And I start getting really anxious about it. And, I'm like, oh, here we go again. So luckily, I'm aware of it enough now, and I can talk myself through those fears and really make sure I'm making authentic and intentional decisions when I'm feeling those fears. But for a lot of people, they're not that aware yet. So I kind of want to open your eyes today if you're someone, again, who may be wanting to invest in yourself and you're just not quite aware yet of why you're not pulling the trigger. You may have logically justified it as like, I just don't have the money or I just don't think that I need it enough. But I want to explore maybe digging a little bit deeper and seeing, okay, are you experiencing these fears? And if so, let's talk about it. Let's overcome it. Okay, so I'm going to talk about the three biggest fears that I see with people, and then we're going to flip it and talk about the opportunity when you overcome those fears. All right. All right. So fear number one that I see with a lot of people, and this one is going to seem kind of obvious, but it's that they're going to waste their money and their time by not getting the results they want. And this is a completely legitimate fear. This is typically my number one fear when I'm going in and investing myself. I think, is this person legit? Is this person really someone who can deliver on the results they, they're saying they can deliver? And then I think about myself. Do I really have time to give this my all? Because when I invest in myself, I want to show up. I want to make sure I'm giving it everything I got, especially if it's a higher end investment, right? And let's face it, life is busy. Life has a lot of things that are coming at us, especially if you're a mom. I mean, every day is like a new adventure. You never know if someone's going to be sick or moody or whatever. Um, so it's just tricky, right? And, and those fears, as I said, are very legitimate. But here's the thing. When you face those fears of thinking, okay, I'm going to either waste my money or I'm not going to show up or this person is not going to deliver what they say, when you face them and you do invest in yourself and you get to the other side of that where you have really given it your all and you have allowed this other person to help you in a way and they have given you the results and more that you could ever want, man, is it a beautiful experience. There is an opportunity there to build trust in yourself by showing up because hopefully that person is teaching you some sort of habit to say, hey, here's how you can start to show up for yourself every single day. So if someone's working with me, for example, let me kind of walk you through the, the coaching process. So somebody finds me via this podcast, social media, something else, right? Then they'll likely get on my email list. And when they get on my email list, it's usually because I've taken my free coaching assessment. And so this assessment has deemed, hey, we're a great fit to work together. And then you can book a free consultation call from that. So then they get on the free consultation call. We spend about 45 minutes talking about their life, what they want to change, and we really make sure that we're a good fit to work together. And then from there, I say, okay, I can absolutely help you with these kind of results, right, of what you're wanting. And so the next step is to invest in my Life Lovers 21-Day Challenge program where they're spending 21 days, about 30 minutes a day, give or take, um, 
on learning just the basic tools. And what I'm teaching them there really, yes, is it the tools, but I'm teaching them, hey, you can start to show up for yourself in little bitty ways every single day, or at least within a 30-day window. And that really gives a lot of people a momentum. And it gives them, again, that trust of, hey, I can do this. Because for so many women, they have not shown up for themselves, either for a long time or ever, because of just different things. And it might be that their mother never showed up for herself and and modeled what self-care looks like. She was just giving, giving, giving all the time. Maybe it's that they've just given so much to work that they can't give to themselves. They've given up so much to other people. Again, whatever it is, this little baby program teaches them, hey, you can show up every single day and do a little work. And from that, they usually get huge results. They start to see, wow, by me just doing that little bit every single day, I'm already feeling feeling so much better. And also too, that course is only $97 as of the time of this recording, which is March, 2020. And so it's a small investment for most people. And so they're like, hey, if I can show up for this $97 investment, get these kind of results, then I'm ready for the next step in coaching, which is a three month process. It's a bigger investment. And so again, it's like, they already have that momentum and enough trust to keep going. And so that's a very intentional process on my part to have that 30-day or 21-day window, in essence, to get them to show up. And then two, we're building a trust in that process of, hey, look what I'm delivering to you for just $97. Not only that, they get three free coaching calls, which a coaching call with me for 60 minutes is $250. So they're getting these little 15-minute windows in there, again, just for $97 with the course, and I'm showing up for them, and I'm building that trust intentionally of saying, hey, I'm going to be here for you. I'm going to, tr- you can trust in me because I know, I, especially in the online space, there is a lot of talk going on out there. And um, I do that intentionally again to show people, hey, I walk my walk. I just don't talk a talk. I really am going to show up for you. So, and, and this is also a really great opportunity for you to start to trust your intuition. So many women have amazing intuitions and they have cut it off. They just don't even know how to listen to it anymore. And so they do make really crappy investments. They go out and say, oh, I thought this person was going to help me and they didn't. But then when they look back on it, they say, oh, but I kind of knew it from the start. There was something just fishy about it and I wasn't trusting it. And then I'm like, oh, it kills me because then you're just building in more beliefs that, hey, I can't trust myself. People out there are fishy, you know, whatever it is. And so that makes making a really smart investment of someone who can really help you even harder. So that's one of the things, again, that I'm trying to teach my clients by working with them is that they can trust themselves. And in the coaching process itself, I'm teaching them how to ask questions to themselves to trust themselves even more so that they're building that strong intuition. They're building that strong trust. So when they're done working with me, they can go out into the world and make better choices for themselves because they know how to trust themselves. All right. So those are some of the opportunities that come with that fear of, oh, I'm not going to show up. Oh, this person's going to screw me over. Is on the flip of that, when you you trust yourself or you learn how to trust yourself, you learn how to show up. I mean, those are skills that are priceless, really, right? 
So again, this is why I have my process the way it is because I just know how women's brains work for the most part and I make it very gradual of, hey, just pay me just a little bit of money and let's just do this little bit of work and see what happens from there. Now I will say one added opportunity in this fear of I'm not gonna show up or I'm not gonna be able to trust another person is that when I am working with somebody, I am showing them too what unconditional love and connection looks like. So for a lot of people, myself included, I had never experienced unconditional love before. And it wasn't until I hired my very first life coach and she held a space for me where I could tell her, all kinds of things, including my deepest, darkest fears or things that I had done in my past that had felt shameful. And she met me with so much love and compassion in those spaces that from there, I was able to show that love and compassion to myself, of course, but then I was also able to go out into the world and show that to other people, including my children. And that is a huge part of parenting in my eyes, of being able to meet my children in a space where I can show them love and compassion. But since I hadn't been modeled that, I didn't know how to give that to them. And that was something my coach gave to me. And it's something that I hope to give to my clients of, hey, how can I be more like my coach was when I'm dealing with this difficult situation, be it with a child or a partner or a work you know, situation or friends or whatever it is, okay? So just to recap, fear number one is I'll waste my money and time and not getting the results I want, either because this person won't deliver or I just can't trust myself to show up, okay? Now, fear number two is actually just facing the fears. So it is scary sometimes to say, wow, I'm actually gonna go and I'm gonna dig deeper and face whatever these fears are that are inside of me. And for a lot of clients, they realize I'm going to have to face some of the crap that happened to me in my past and maybe even what's happening to me in my present. And that feels really scary. And this is just basic human DNA. Our brain is wired to avoid pain. It's a basic survival mechanism. But here's the thing is that, yes, do we want to avoid being chased by a bear or a truck coming at us 80 miles per hour? Of course, we want that in our brain, right? That's what keeps us alive. But when it comes to emotional well-being, we don't necessarily need that basic human DNA of fight or flight, survival mechanism, whatever you want to call it, as much. So if we're avoiding all of these emotions all the time, which we naturally are, then we're doing things like distracting ourselves with alcohol or going out or shopping or scrolling our phones for hours on end. If you listen to the distraction-free living episode, that was episode 32, you kind of know more of what I'm talking about here, but we're doing things instead of facing our emotions and our fears we're, we're instead just numbing out all the time. And so that's making us live a life that's not very fulfilling, doesn't feel very good, getting us in a lot of trouble sometimes, either with debt, with shopping, or our weight because we're eating or drinking too much, or we're in relationships that are kind of crappy. We just kind of feel numb in general, right? And so it's really important that we learn how to face those fears, even as scary as it feels and uncomfortable as it feels. And again, this is something I still face today when I'm going in and I'm investing in myself, especially with coaching. You know, I've mentioned on recent previous episodes that I recently invested in marital coaching. And 
I really did not want to invest in that at all. But I was so tired of having kind of the same fights over and over with my husband that the pain of those same fights finally outweighed the pain of, ugh, okay, I know it's going to be painful to go and look at this crap. And two, I also know, I must admit, the benefits of coaching and seeing the other side of that, right? But it was still scary. I still did not want to do it. My body wanted to avoid it all the way. But thank God I did that because now I'm on the other side of it. My husband and I are connecting in such a better way. I've dealt with even more from my past that I didn't even know I needed to deal with. It's just been such an amazing opportunity. Now, another mini fear in this bigger fear of facing our fears, that's a mouthful, right, is we fear that we're going to go back to those quote-unquote hard places and somebody is just going to dig in deep there, right, and just kind of examine it and then just kind of leave us with this open wound. And I know I've experienced this in therapy, for example, of, hey, let's just go and examine this really hard time. And, oh, okay, we're just going to leave it at that and kind of move on. And then I thought, what the heck? Like, I just kind of gave you this information. And now what am I going to do with it? And I remember thinking in that moment of, I'm never dealing with this crap again, because it's so painful to go back here. And then I don't even know how to flipping heal it. So it just feels worse. And I don't want to do that. Now, luckily, I experienced the other side of that and coaching of, hey, let's go there real quick. Let's pull it. And then here's how we're going to heal it. And so those are some of the opportunities there is that you get to experience how to feel what it feels like on the other side of healing that stuff and to finally heal that stuff. You know, for so many years of my life, and my clients can attest to this too, it was like the same memories were on repeat, the same emotions were on repeat, the same thing over and over day after day. And generalized neuroscience research shows us too, you know, 80% of our thoughts day after the day are the same thing. And something like, gosh, I think it was 70 or 80% too, that's, that's negative thoughts that we have. So it's just like same crap every single day, right? Well, after I experienced coaching as a client, I didn't replay those memories anymore. I didn't replay those same feelings anymore. I was living in a whole new way. And I didn't even know that I had been on repeat for so long and that I could experience life in a different way just because it just felt like a part of me. It just felt like, oh, I guess I'm just a moody person or I guess I'm just never going to get over this, these things from my past or, or I just, that's just the way I am that I feel sad and mad and whatever. That's just not true. I just did not know how to process those emotions in the correct way. And so again, that was something coaching gave me by investing in myself. Now, another opportunity by facing your fears is to experience all your emotions, including the high level ones. You know, I mentioned this quote often on this podcast over and over again, but it's from Brene Brown. And she says, you know, we can't numb the darkness because we're going to numb the light in essence. And it was so true. By me kind of numbing out my fears and my emotions, I was numbing out the highest, most beautiful parts of being a human being, including joy and gratitude and peace. And this is why a lot of times I say, I wish I could just give people a pill and say, here's a pill for a day. Go experience what life will be like when you're done coaching. (laughs) And then they would come back and it would be so easy to sign people up because you don't even realize what you're missing out on until you have it. And it's so funny, I had a client call yesterday 
and we're kind of wrapping up coaching and we started um, just about a year ago. We had a break in there. So that's why it took a little longer than the average seven months. But she's like, you know, I just feel so different. My birthday's coming up and I used to dread my birthday and think, oh, another year where I'm not going toward what I want and my goals. And I said, well, how do you feel this year? And she's like, I just feel so amazing. I can't believe I can get so much done in a year. And I just think, well, where am I going to be next year? And she said, it's it's so interesting because coaching has helped me so much, but yet I can't really describe how it's helped me. And I said, yes, right? I mean, this is the problem I face all the time. And that's why I always say, I wish I could just give people a pill and say, hey, here's the, the results of it. Because it is, it's really hard to describe something that you may have never experienced before. But I can tell you when you're on the other side of facing your fears, you're healing your past pain. Gosh, it feels so good. And I wish that for every single person. And I will say, you know, again, it is scary to go in and face our fears. It is scary to think, is this person really going to handle what I'm telling them and be able to heal me? Um, But, you know, that's why, again, with my own coaching process, when we're going through certain weeks in the course, I'll start that week off in our videos and say, here's typically how people feel. And so it's totally normal if you're feeling this way. And here's how you're going to feel next week and the week after that, because it just gives people a peace of mind of, whew, okay, this is normal. It's normal to feel a little bit off this week. It's normal to feel this this week, because otherwise we just start making up these stories in our head and we think, oh my gosh, it's not working and all that stuff. And so I really try and create a peace of mind with people as we're going through it. And then um, two, you know, I give them a lot of testimonials and results as we're going through stuff. They even get a packet when they start working with me of kind of success stories so that they're reassured of, okay, this woman knows what she's doing. She's going to take me to the right place. We're going to get there. Um, Because I know for me, again, I freak out. I think, oh my gosh, I don't want to go somewhere where you're not going to pull me out of it. Um, And so I know, I know how scary that can be. But just know the other side is so beautiful. And one more thing I want to say there for an opportunity in this of facing your fears is it also creates a deeper relationship with the coach. And if you're doing group coaching with some of the other members of seeing them or having them hear you have these moments of things that you did in your past or that have happened to you and you're met with love and compassion. And so you just get a whole new level of unconditional love and compassion. And um, it's just a really, really beautiful thing. There's such a power in us sharing our stories and saying things out loud to somebody else and being met with that love and compassion. Because like I said earlier, then we can start to show that love and compassion to ourselves versus our inner voice just kind of beating us up. You know, again, I had a client call last night and um, somebody I hadn't talked to in a really long time. And she has regressed a lot since we've worked together. Uh, She just hasn't kept up with the work and and things of that sort. And so we're talking through everything and she's kind of going through where she's at. And I'm telling her um, just some different, you know, advice for different things. And um, we're coaching through a couple different things. And she's like, as we're getting off the call, she says, I just feel so much better. I feel so much better just hearing your reassurance and knowing that this is how I can pull myself out of it. You know, I was just getting in my head so much that uh, I just forgotten how to pull myself out and just hearing kind of your love and compassion and all that stuff just allowed me to see I can get through this and get over this. Um, And so again, there's, it's so simple, 
but yet it's so powerful to have somebody that can hold that space for us and kind of just pull us out of things and show us compassion. It's just a really, really powerful thing. Again, I don't explain things very well sometimes, I think, in some of this. Like, some of this is just you have to experience it. Like, I could sit here and say all day long, if you've never had a piece of chocolate cake and say, okay, well, you're going to taste it. And it's going to da 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 And I wouldn't explain it well until you were able to taste it, right? And experience what it's like to have that kind of soft, fluffy thing and blah, 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 right? So it's kind of the same with coaching, okay? So I'm really trying to to explain it to you all, but sometimes I just fall short. (laughs) Okay, so that's recapping fear number two. You're facing your fears and the biggest opportunities in that is you're learning how to approach instead of avoid. You're sharing your story, which is so powerful, and you're able to finally get on the other side of the emotional spectrum of life and experience all the joy and the peace and the gratitude and the confidence that you're likely seeking in your life. All right, so the last fear we're going to talk about today, this is fear number three, is that someone is fearing that they're going to get the results they want and then everything's going to change, which seems so crazy, right? Because that's in essence what we're wanting, but yet we fear it. So for a lot of people, they think, okay, what if coaching opens up this whole new world for me and it just shakes up things so much that, you know, my marriage no longer works or this career that I've spent so much time and money on just no longer fits or my family just gets so mad at me because I'm not the same person or whatever, right? And so, you know, I can so relate to this fear too because um, I knew when I was going into coaching I didn't know quite what I was getting myself into by being a client, but as we went into the first few weeks of it, I could feel that, oh my gosh, I'm going to really change from this and I'm going to really shake up even more so some of the family patterns in my life. And that scared me because I thought I'm going to be a person who is so positive and peaceful and authentic. And that's not really anything close to what my family is like? And am I going to be able to relate to them? Am I going to be accepted and loved by them still? And I really feared, you know, not having relationships specifically with my mom. And even though our relationship has always had its ups and downs, and there were times when I really didn't want to have a relationship with her, and even friends of mine would say, you know, why do you have a relationship with her? Because she just criticizes you and all this other stuff. Um, I still didn't want to let that go. And I thought, am I going to change so much that there's going to be no choice and that I won't be loved and accepted anymore? And um, I must admit, even when I invested in marriage coaching here recently, I thought, what if we get into this and it just becomes apparent that my husband and I aren't a good fit? And I thought, well, maybe we should just not invest in this and we can just be kind of mediocrely happy in our marriage versus what I'm envisioning that we can be, which is blissfully happy and show what's possible for other couples and kind of be that top 1% of what marriages look like, you know, I thought, what if we get in there and it just becomes, oh my gosh, you know, you guys are horrible for each other. Um, And I will say in, in every single instance in my life and all the clients that I've coached, which at this point have been over hundreds of clients, I've never had people have, um, close loved ones who didn't step up and meet the challenge. Now, of course, it was uncomfortable as that person grew. They likely had to set boundaries along the way. And that person, 
that was receiving those boundaries sometimes would get mad and upset about it. But what typically happens is then that person says, okay, and they, this is very unconscious, by the way, that this person is doing that. But they're like, okay, I can't treat that person that way anymore. I can't do that anymore. And they kind of just step up to the plate, you know, in the relationship with my mom. You know, it, there were times when I just said, hey, I, I can't tolerate you yelling at me anymore. I can't tolerate this behavior. I would change the topic if she brought something up. And she just learned in time, again, very unconsciously, I think, of, hey, okay, I can't yell at Lindsay anymore. Okay, I'm if I talk about X, Y, Z, you know, Lindsay kind of changes the topic or she pulls away or whatever that is. Um, and so now our relationship is so much better. Is it perfect? No, it's not perfect, but it's a lot better. Same with me and my husband. We got into that marriage coaching and did it shake things up and make things funky? Yes, is it still a little funky at times as they're still kind of readjusting from all that coaching from, we just wrapped like a few weeks ago. So we're still trying to kind of put it all together, but it, we've both stepped up to the plate in a lot of ways. It's been so good for us. And I see this with my clients time and time again. So many times I'll have clients that say my relationship is toxic or my job is toxic. And then as we work together, they see, Hey, it's not actually that toxic. It was just that I was seeing it in a toxic way. Now, that's not always the case, especially in the job situation. Like I have a client right now who's very adamant her job is still toxic. She needs to get out of there. Um, But yeah, that's going back to the fear of you're going to get it all and things are going to change. Most times people step up to the plate and most times it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. I think for a lot of women, especially ones that I've had consults with lately or that I've even coached, they fear it's going to impact their marriage if they start standing up for themselves more. Um, And this is a very legitimate fear, right, for a lot of women, especially in this day and age of where women are becoming more empowered and they likely got married before they felt empowered, right? And so it's changing the dynamic and the marriage to say, hey, I'm going to sign up for this coaching, even if the spouse is maybe just a little bit supportive of it. Um, they may be like, well, you can do that, but, you know, I don't know about this investment kind of thing. Um, and the, the woman really fears that of, well, what if I get into it? And then, you know, I, I prove them right. It was a bad investment or I prove that we're not meant to be together. And I just want to let you know again, most times it's that you step up to the plate and handle yourself in a different way and the other person does. So that fear is likely just way overblown in your head. And to tap on something else, like a little mini fear within this having it all fear, there's a part of us for many of us, at least, that we do fear having it all. We think, oh my gosh, are people going to relate to me if I have it all? Or what am I going to be able to work towards after I have it all? Um, You know, I'm starting to even get to this phase of my life now where I think, okay, well, I've kind of created everything that I want. And so now it's just kind of rinse and repeat. Like, oh man, that's kind of boring. And I find myself sometimes even creating problems (laughs) just because I get a little bored. And so It's something very legitimate of, again, you know, if we have it all, are we going to be relatable and all that stuff? And it's just people, people rise to the occasion, you grow, life evolves and changes. It's never as bad as we think it's going to be. It just isn't. We just create all these crazy fears in our heads. 
And I really think the big core fear of this fear that we're going to have it all or we're going to get everything that we want is that it's just unknown. And of course, we're going to fear the unknown. The brain wants to keep us safe, right? And so if we don't know where we're going, that feels unsafe. And so that's why, too, when people are working with me, I'm really trying to paint the picture. We're trying to make fast but gradual changes at the same time toward what they're wanting so that the brain doesn't freak out too much. And it's a really delicate dance that I'm doing behind the scenes as a coach. Um, So it's not, again, as scary as you think it is. And, And yet it's so powerful to step on the other side of that and get done with coaching and start to have what you want and see it wasn't that scary. And then you realize too, like, I can do this. I can continue to make these investments on myself. And many times those investments, the ROI comes back tenfold, a hundredfold, a millionfold, right? And so you're able to just kind of see, wow, when I do make these investments on myself, it can really have an amazing payback. And two, to see how you're breaking family patterns, especially if you're a parent of, wow, now my kids aren't going to have to suffer with this because I'm modeling, you know, what it's like to be a mom who's not moody or a mom who's present or a mom who deeply loves their husband or a mom who's going after her dreams. Um, And so that's one of the things too, when I have these women who come to me who aren't yet moms they think, well, do I really need coaching? I'm not sure the pain point's not there. But what happens is after you become a mom, kids just bring out our pain points even more. And we start to see even more some of the suffering too that we've kind of held behind the scenes. And um, what's unfortunate is that um, then it becomes like such a need that we need coaching. But yet we're a mom and so we have more on our plate. So that's why I'm really trying to tap into and motivate women who aren't yet moms to do coaching because then when you become a mom, it's a way easier transition because you know who you are. You know how to manage your emotions, even when you're sleep deprived and your husband's driving you crazy or whatever it is. And it's just so much better versus being later in life and, you know, you've had a couple years with your child. Um, Like I got a a client call yesterday. I have a lot of client calls on Mondays. And so I'm recording this on Tuesday. And um, my client said, you know, I just don't want to yell anymore at my child. And I've been able to do that by coaching with you. Like I don't yell anymore. And so now it's at a point where I need to teach him not to yell anymore. And um, so she's having, we, we talked through and coached through how to do that, right? And um, I just thought, man, I wish I could have more clients who um, weren't yet moms so that their child never had to experience that. And if you're somebody who's listening, who's already a mom, maybe you're even working with me and you're starting to feel shame around that, just know I was in your boat, my friend. (laughs) I was in your boat. When I invested in coaching, my daughter was three. I had already done the yelling stuff. I had already done things that wasn't good. And I still make mistakes. There are still times that I don't show up as the best mom. But I know how to walk myself out of that with grace and connection still versus being myself up and making things worse. So uh, anyways, it's just so many amazing benefits of someone working on themselves. And I hate seeing when women shy away from it um, because I just think, oh, there's such an opportunity there. You know, I think about when I first invested in coaching in 2013, I had just come out of divorce. I didn't have a job yet. I had a couple thousand dollars that I had saved either from alimony or from just selling stuff around my house, to be honest. And um, when I invested in coaching those few thousand dollars, it was so scary. 
but uh, I'm so glad I did it. And at the time, I didn't really think I needed coaching that much. I really thought, okay, I'm going to invest in coaching because I think this could be a career possibility for me, given my psychology background and what people are telling me. And so that's how I justified the expense. But the reality was, is I needed coaching so badly. I had so many relationship patterns that needed to be changed, but yet I blamed it on, oh, I've just met the bad guys. I had so many ups and downs in my emotions that I kind of just blamed on hormones. I had such a lack of focus in my life. I was kind of all over the place, but I just kind of blamed it on youth. Um, I wasn't showing up as a mother I wanted to be, but I kind of blamed it on just being a new mom. And it was just such a bunch of lies when the reality was, is I really needed to learn how to handle my past pain. And I didn't even realize how bad the past pain was because I thought I'd had a pretty good childhood. Yes. Was it a little funky? Absolutely. And I hear this from so many women so many times. They'll say, well, I had a good childhood. Oh, but my dad was in jail. Oh, but my mom was an alcoholic or whatever. I'm like, whoa, okay. (laughs) It may have been good, but there is still some stuff to clean up there, my friend. And I was the same way. It was like, oh, I had a good childhood. Oh, my mom was, yeah, verbally abusive. And my dad was pretty emotionally absent. Um, But the reality is, is I really need a lot of healing around that. And all those external things I was blaming were just not true. It was all within me of things that I needed to deal with. And I'm so glad I made that investment for myself. And I'm glad, of course, coaching allowed me to find the profession I needed to. But had I gone into coaching and realized coaching wasn't for me professionally, I still would say it was the best investment of my life. And even when I invest in other coaches, I still walk out of that saying, man, that was an amazing investment because it just changes the game. It changes the trajectory of your entire life. There is no better way to get really great results um, than investing in yourself. And of course, you know, I am biased here, but I just think there's so much opportunity with that. So hopefully today I kind of tapped into some of your fears that you may be having around coaching um, or investing in yourself in general, and you're able to see the opportunities of that to kind of calm that inner mind. If you happen to have any other fears that maybe I didn't address on this, feel free to reach out to me. You can email me, lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y at lindsayepreston.com. I do have a free community that you can reach out to me on. Um, the link is in the show notes as well as in the outro of this podcast. So I I'd love to have you over there. But please reach out, address those fears, because otherwise, if we don't address our fears, they just kind of eat away with us and typically in the unconscious to where we don't even realize what we're feeling. And then all of a sudden, we're at a place in life where we're just miserable and we were suffering for far longer than we needed to. You know, I invested in coaching when I was in my late 20s and I already had some things I needed to clean up in life. I had a divorce and uh, I didn't have a career that was in the right direction and things of that sort. And I, I really, a mission of mine is to encounter more and more women who haven't had shit hit the fan in essence yet so that they can have an amazing life from the get-go. Now, of course, I will help you clean up your shit all day long, my friend, if you have that. But uh, I just really want you to see some of the value of investing in yourself earlier on in life. So if that's you, Feel free to reach out to me again too if you think coaching may be right for you and you haven't gone through taking the free coaching assessment. Listen to the link and the outro of this podcast or find it in the show notes. I'd love to see if we're a good fit and then possibly get on a consult call and talk about next steps with coaching. So thank you so much for joining me today and I can't wait to see you next time. 
Thank you for joining me on this episode of Become an Unstoppable Woman. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you get new episodes every Monday. And I'd love it if you left a review for the show too, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you want even more from the show, come join the conversation online in my community. Each week we break down the episode and you have a private space to ask your questions. To join, go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E-Preston.com forward slash community. And if you feel like you're really ready to change your life, let's work together in my coaching programs. I have a free assessment that's the first step to seeing if we're a good fit. Just go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash assessment to take it now. Thanks again for tuning into the show today. I'm so grateful you're here and I'll see you next time. But until we meet again, remember my friend, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.